I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to welcome you to yet another podcast where I'm going to be bringing words and teachings inspired by the Holy Spirit that will change your life forever. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we give you praise, we give you glory, we honor you and we adore you. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit for the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. But we know that when we are done, we would have been blessed, we would have been uplifted and would have been inspired. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, it's important to understand certain things if you must live a successful and victorious life. There are certain things you must understand if you will live a successful and victorious life. Hallelujah. Now, God wants his children to be successful. God wants his children to be successful. He wants them to live a successful and victorious life. Hallelujah. Now, before I go on with that, it's important to explain that what man calls success is not necessarily what God calls success. There are some people who look at those on Forbes list and think they are the most successful people in this world. But because somebody's on Forbes list does not mean the person is the most successful person. And I've, ex- I've said it before, if God would only grant you insight into some of these people's lives, you will know that they are the most miserable people on earth. Many of the people that the world celebrates, the so-called celebrities in the world, how many of them are able to even keep a marriage? Go into their lives. They are living miserable lives. So the principle is the same for everyone. Hallelujah. So first of all, yes, God wants his children to be successful and live a victorious life. It's something that God wants for his children. However, what the world calls success is not necessarily what God calls success. Hallelujah. This is so very important to understand. But then having said that, there are certain things that you need to understand if you must be successful in this world. Hallelujah. Now, there's a, there's a, a singer. There's a, a singer. I don't know his name, but he sang a song some time ago. And that song, he, he, the song, he, he said in the song, it's a man's world. 
we live in a man's world. And he's so right. We live in a man's world. Now, when I say man's world, I'm not saying man with respect to gender. I'm saying man with respect to mankind. So whether men or women, I'm talking about man in general. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible says, and I want to show you this in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Now I want us to look at Psalm 115, verse 15 and verse 16. Psalm 115, I just had to read this scripture to you. Psalm 115, and I'm reading from verse 15 to verse 16. It says, Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. What I want to point out from verse 15 is that the Lord made the heaven and the earth. Hallelujah. So he created the heaven and the earth. But look at verse 16. It says the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth hath he given to the children of men. He says the heaven, yea, the heavens are the Lord's. Yes. But the earth, as far as it comes, it, it, it's with respect to this world, he has given the earth to the children of men. Hallelujah. Now, this is so important. That's why I was saying it's a man's world. Now, and I explained when I say it's a man's world, I'm not I'm saying it in respect to gender, but mankind in general, including men and women, children. It's a man's world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if you must succeed on earth, you must know somebody. Hallelujah. There are some people who say, as long as you know God, everything will be fine. True. But not fully. Hallelujah. This is so important. I'm sure some people will be shocked by hearing what I'm saying. But it's so true. As long as you know God. You know the Bible says, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven is settled in heaven but if the word has to be settled on earth some things have to happen there are so many people who have carried the promise of god on their head but they didn't see the full manifestation of it till they left this world hallelujah there are people who the promise of god they had a prophecy but they didn't live to see the manifestation not because god failed but they fail to recognize certain things. Hallelujah. In this world, even the Son of God, when he came to this world, God had to connect him to a man. Hallelujah. Not just a man. He needed certain men. He needed them. He couldn't do without them. He needed them. Hallelujah. Now, now, this is it's a bit heavy, so I'm going to break it down. Glory to God. Now, remember, I read from verse 16. It says, The heaven, yea, the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the sons of men. So if you will be successful on earth, there are certain people on this earth that God will connect you to if you must be successful. And that's a proven fact that is true. Hallelujah. And if we look through the scriptures, 
through the scriptures. Who do we start from? In fact, even life in general, if as a man you will have children, you need a woman. <laughs> Praise God. As a man, you can't just be by yourself and produce children. If you will have children, you need a woman. It's just like that. You need somebody in life. That's the principle really. Hallelujah. Now if you look at Moses, when Moses was born, his sister Miriam played a key role. She was there to watch him when they had to put him out there on the the Nile. The sister was there to watch to see what would happen. And then when the mother, um, when the daughter of Pharaoh saw him, his sister was instrumental. She went to meet the woman and said, please, do you you want a a Hebrew maid? I can look for somebody who can take care of this child for you. She played a vital role. Hallelujah. Pharaoh's daughter took Moses and raised him in the palace. Without Pharaoh's daughter, Moses probably would have been killed. So she was vital. Hallelujah. And then, even when Moses ran, he went to Midian. He had to stay with a, uh, he had to stay with his father-in-law called Jethro. And he lived with Jethro. And you know, he got married to Jethro's daughter and raised the family. When it was time to go back, God sent Aaron. Aaron had to be his mouthpiece because he had a problem with stuttering. So he needed Aaron to speak for him. Now God in his infinite wisdom could have healed Moses so that he would speak by himself. Hallelujah. But God didn't. God didn't. Rather, God sent Aaron to be his mouthpiece. Hallelujah. So, in this world, if you must be successful, God will connect you to the right people that will help you. Even the Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to this world, he needed a John the Baptist. John the Baptist was very vital in the ministry of Jesus. He was sent, the Bible says, he was sent to prepare the way for the Lord. Now, John already had a ministry that was thriving because the Bible says people were coming in mass to be baptized by him at the Jordan. So he already had a ministry, whereas Jesus didn't have a ministry. But when he went, John introduced him. It was John who said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. John introduced Jesus. And apart from that, there was something else too that John did which many people don't know, but this is so important. Now, Jesus, the Bible says it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah. He came from the tribe of Judah. And the tribe of Judah, God said nothing about the priesthood concerning Judah. Hallelujah. The kingship was to go to Judah. The Bible says the scepter shall not depart from Judah, neither the lawgiver from his mouth. So the kingship came from Judah. So Jesus became king by reason of his Davidic ancestry. Hallelujah. But he needed to be something more than a king. He also needed to be a priest. But David didn't have the priesthood to give to him. He needed the priest from someone else. The priesthood from someone else. And guess what? John was born of the priest. He was born of the priest. 
from the line of Levi. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was born from the line of Levi. And by reason of his birth, John was in the priestly lineage because his father was a priest. Hallelujah. His father, Zechariah, was a priest. So by reason of that, John was born in the lineage of the priesthood. Hallelujah. So when Jesus went to meet John for baptism, John looked at it. He said, no. The baptism I'm doing is to wash people away from sins. It's a baptism of repentance. You don't need repentance. What are you repenting for? Jesus said to him, no. Suffer it to be so for now. To fulfill all righteousness. There's a reason for this baptism. Because in the cause of baptism, you would need to put hand on the person's head to dip the person into the water. So by reason of placing his hand on the head of Jesus, there was a transfer of the Levitical anointing from John to Jesus. Hallelujah. There was a transfer of the Levitical priesthood, which was necessary for Jesus to function as a king priest. Hallelujah. So after that, you never saw Jesus going to meet John for anything. There are some people who have propounded and said, oh, John was the spiritual father of Jesus. That's not true. Hallelujah. But he needed to get that from John and he did. After which he went on to continue his ministry. Hallelujah. So in this world, if we will succeed, there are certain people we must meet. Look, before you become a medical doctor, a teacher must teach you. It's just like that. Before you are born into this world, a doctor will help your mother to bring you into this world. It's just like that. From the beginning till the end, we need people. Hallelujah. However, I want to point out two main types of people that if we will succeed in life, we must meet them and identify them. Hallelujah. Too many people, you know, we've heard about destiny helpers. It's more like what I'm it's like it's like what I'm talking about. There are some people that if you meet them, your destiny can change suddenly. Hallelujah. But too many people don't meet these people and so they remain where they are. Hallelujah. They remain where they are. Now let me say this. Before I go into talk about destiny helpers, and then I say the two main types of destiny helpers you must meet. Hallelujah. Now, before you are successful in life, there are key qualities that you must have. Number one, you must work hard. You must work hard. Hallelujah. Now, when I say work hard, it's not just working hard like doing anything. Maybe should, before I talk about working hard, maybe before I talk about that, first of all, you must find your purpose. Find your line. What are you supposed to do? That thing that you do that gives you fulfillment, that thing that you can do for free, even if somebody is not paying you, you can do that thing. Now, you know, many of, for example, we have a lot of comedians today, you know, Many of these people who do it, some of them are making big money now and all that stuff. But many of them, they started it as a hobby. They started it as something they love doing. And they started doing. And before you know it, 
They started making money out of that thing. Praise the Lord. So first you must find what you are supposed to do. That thing that you do, you enjoy doing. Hallelujah. That's number one. Then number two, be diligent. Work hard. Be diligent. Improve yourself. Be the best at what you do. Glory to God. That's so important. Because these are things that you can do by yourself without anybody. You can, you can improve on yourself. You can work on yourself. And then, because I've said it before, success is when opportunity meets with preparation. Preparation plus opportunity is equal to success. So if you are unprepared, but then opportunity comes, you will not be successful because you didn't prepare. Hallelujah. So, but if you prepared, you, 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 you are sure you have something to offer. You've taken time to build on yourself in a certain way. When the opportunity comes, you will shine. Hallelujah. So, you have to be diligent. You have to work hard. But then, there are some things. There are some people, even though they work hard, they are very hardworking, but they will remain local champions. I'm sure there are people in the slums all over America who have very good voices and if they come out and sing the whole world will be stunned but where are they? Nobody knows them. I believe strongly that it's possible there is somebody somewhere who is faster than Usain Bolt. It's possible but nobody knows them. Knows them. Hallelujah. There are many world stars who are unknown because <laughs> Nobody has introduced them. In fact, if you read your Bible, you'll be amazed to find out. Paul the Apostle, when he began to, after his conversion, and he began to minister, the Bible says at the beginning, Christians were running away from him. Nobody wanted to identify with him because they knew his past. It took a man called Barnabas who went and took him by the hand to the church and said, no, this guy, he was like that, but he's changed. He is now born again. He is now one of us. It took a Barnabas. And if you read about Barnabas, Barnabas had gained some influence in the church by reason of the offerings that he gave. The guy gave so much that the apostles had to rename him. They called him a son of consolation. So he was a man of influence in the church. So it took a Barnabas to take Paul and introduce him to the church. Hallelujah. So basically, we need people in our lives. But then there are two basic kinds of people, two kinds of destiny helpers that we must meet and identify. They are different, but they are important. Number one, uh, number one in this category is the life changer. The life changer. There are some people, if you meet them, they have the ability of changing your life like permanently. They have the ability to change your life, change your status, change everything about you. They have that ability. Glory to God. For example, Joseph, a wise young man, in prison, he had a special gift, could understand and interpret dreams. Hallelujah. He was so wise that he was able to predict by reason of Pharaoh's dream what was to come in Egypt. And he was able to avert a, a very bad situation 
where the people would have been in hunger through his wisdom. But guess what? With all that wisdom he had, he was in the prison. He was in the prison. But the day he encountered Pharaoh and Pharaoh had a taste of Joseph's wisdom, Pharaoh had the capacity to change Joseph's life forever. From a slave, instantly he received Egyptian citizenship. He received Egyptian passport instantly. And not only that, Pharaoh exalted him and made him the prime minister of the whole country. He had the power to do it and he did it. Not only that, he gave Joseph a wife. Changed his life in an instant. There are people like that. God put men like that on earth who if you have an encounter with them, they can change your life forever. Praise God. There are such people. Hallelujah. And you must identify them. There are some people who have been rude to their destiny helpers. There are some people who have acted proudly before their destiny helpers and they lost it. And sometimes, let me tell you, the destiny helper may not appear like a pharaoh with a crown on his head. That's the tricky part of it. That's why the Bible says, let me read it. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1. Verse 1 and verse 2. It says, let brotherly love continue. Then verse 2, he says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels on our ways. What's the importance of enter- entertaining an angel? What is the importance of having an encounter with an angel? When you have an encounter with an angel, your life will be turned around. Your life will change for the better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that's the same thing he said. That's why he says, don't say, treat everyone you come across nicely because you never know who God will use to change your life. So some destiny helpers don't come like a crown. See, there are some people, we see that all the time, even in politics. When you see political leaders, people will, they will roll on the floor. They will do this because they've seen this one, oh, this one can change my life. They do that. But there are some hidden destiny helpers. You may not know, but they can change your life. Hallelujah. So the number one in this category of the two I'm talking about, are the life changers. Those who have the ability to raise their right hand and your life is changed. Then the number two are the divine connectors. Now these guys are also very important. Who are they? The divine connectors, they don't have the ability to change your life per se, but they can connect you to where your life will be changed. They can give you vital information that will change your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, when Jacob sent his son, Joseph, to go to his brothers. Read, I'm not going to go into the scripture now, but I'll tell you this story. You can go read it yourself. Now, when he sent his bro- sent him to go and meet his brothers, you know, to find out how they are faring and all. The Bible says at some point, Joseph got lost. He got lost. He got lost. Imagine, you know the end of the story, how he eventually became prime minister in Egypt. So going to meet his brothers 
and they selling him off to Egypt, it was important. It was something that had to happen in his life. But guess what? The Bible says he got lost. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says a man found him. A man found him. Who was that man? The Bible doesn't tell us. His name was not mentioned, but a man found him and asked him, who are you looking for? And he told me, I'm looking for my brothers. And the man gave him an information. I heard your brothers say they were going to Shechem. He gave him an information. Hallelujah. So initially he set out to go meet his brothers, which eventually was going to take him to Egypt, but he lost his way. There was a divine connector who put him back on track to meet his brothers. Hallelujah. And then he goes on, gets to Egypt. His brother sold him. And in Egypt, you know, you know what happened with uh, Potiphar's wife. And he was thrown into prison. Now, in prison, he met a guy again. Pharaoh's cupbearer. Hallelujah. That guy too was in prison with him. The guy didn't have the ability to change Joseph's life. But there was something he could do. He could talk to Pharaoh about Joseph. And Joseph identified him. So after he had interpreted the guy's dream and it was nice and everything, he told him, please, I need you to do this for me. Speak to Pharaoh for me. Was it by revelation that Joseph knew that Pharaoh was his destiny helper? I don't know. Possible. Because Joseph was a prophet too. It's possible that God revealed it to him. But how does he reach Pharaoh? He knows that his destiny helper is Pharaoh. But the problem is, how do I reach Pharaoh? Divine connector. Hallelujah. A divine connector. And that was that man who he met in prison. He was nice to the man. He went around looking at all the people. He saw the man was looking sad. He said, what's happening? What's wrong with you? The guy said, well, I had a dream. He went on, interpreted the guy's dream and made the man happy. And when it was time, the guy spoke for Joseph and Joseph came out and became the prime minister of Egypt. Hallelujah. So God will place these people in your lives. There are life changers that God has placed. There are people that if you met them, your life will change. And there are also people who will connect you to the life changers. You must identify them. Hallelujah. If you will be successful, you must identify them. You never know who God can use. That's why I say, be nice to everyone. Hallelujah. The first step, basically, you have to work hard, be diligent, have something to offer. Because there are some people who don't have anything to offer. So even if you gave them the opportunity, they have nothing to offer. And I've talked about this before. There was a particular music minister I was watching some, some time ago. And this very prominent man of God invited this music minister to minister with him on stage. That should have been a one in a lifetime opportunity. But guess what? He read some songs which were common songs, hymns that she ought to have known if she had worked hard. But she didn't know the songs and he couldn't use her. And I'm sure that the man in his mind will be saying, I'll never use this person anymore in my life. And she lost an opportunity because she didn't work hard. Praise God. She didn't work hard. 
If God reveals to you and says, this is your destiny helper, he will also teach you the things that will connect with that person. You will have the things that that person needs. For example, in the case of Pharaoh, he needed the wisdom that Joseph had. Joseph had the wisdom. He worked on it. He improved on it. So when it was time, you see, there was also something that Joseph did. He understood that the Egyptians liked people who were shaven. The Israelites didn't shave their beards by their culture. But the Egyptians shaved their beards. Hallelujah. Joseph recognized that. So once he was told that he was to appear before Pharaoh, the Bible says he quickly shaved. Wisdom. There are some people you want to go into ministry or you want to go into business or something. You don't even do any research. You don't even find out anything about that area. You're not ready. So that one, this particular one, nobody can do it for you. You will do it by yourself. You work hard. You prepare yourself diligently. But after you've done all that, then you need divine connectors. You need life savers. The divine connectors who connect you to the light. The divine connectors themselves, they don't have the ability to change your life. They don't. But they can give you vital information that will change your life. And you need to connect with them. Hallelujah. Be nice to them. Be nice. Because you never know. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, as we pray, God will put you, you know the Bible says he leads me in the path of righteousness. God will lead you in that path where your destiny helpers are. The divine connectors and the life changers. He will lead you in that path. Hallelujah. But then, by the spirit of God, you will also identify them and you will know how to connect with them for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Yes, he will connect you. Praise God, he will. Hallelujah. But you yourself, you must have the right attitude. Don't meet your destiny helper when you are not ready. When you have not prepared yourself, it will be a disaster. Hallelujah. Personally, on my own part, I know that God has told me about divine helpers, destiny helpers. And I've told my story so many times how, you know, God connected me. In fact, my, I, I've told the story about a particular friend of mine. You know, he served as a connector, divine connector. Because all he did was to give me information. Oh, I'm going to America next week. You can apply and also go. That's all he did for me. He gave me that information. And he helped me told me the process and how to go through it and everything. That's all he could do. He didn't give me any money. He didn't have the money to give to me. But he had the information. Hallelujah. And then eventually, I got to meet with my cousin. Now, she had the ability to change my life. She was a life changer because she had the platform already and she gave me the platform. I didn't know anybody in America per se. She did. She had been there for almost 20 years. So she gave me her platform and through that, God put me where I am today. Hallelujah. So this the same story of divine connector and destiny helper. Now, if I, I didn't know how to relate with the divine connector, he wouldn't have given me that information. And also, if I didn't know how to relate with the life changer, 
respect to my cousin, I won't be where I am today. Hallelujah. And personally, God has told me that he will connect me to even higher people. Bigger platforms and all he has told me that. So what am I doing now? I am preparing for that time. I know right now I'm not ready. I know it. I'm not ready. So I'm preparing myself for the bigger stage, for something better. So I'm putting things in place now. Hallelujah. There are some foundations that can only carry a bungalow. There are some foundations that can carry a one-story building. But if you want to build a skyscraper, you have to dig deep. So that's exactly what I'm doing now. And I'm not in a hurry because I know that when it's time, glory to God, I will be ready. Hallelujah. And that's the same thing that should be with you. Praise God. Get yourself prepared. Prepare. I told you before, get all you can and can all you get while you are preparing to meet your destiny helpers. And then be nice to everyone. God will lead you to meet people, divine connectors, and life changers. You be nice to them. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Humble yourself. And when you do, your life will be changed. Hallelujah. I want to pray with you right now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for your word that you brought to us. Indeed, the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Now we know how to behave for us to be successful. We know that, yes, the earth you have given to the sons of men, to the children of men, and you have placed people along our path that will help us to be successful. Lord, by your special grace, when that time comes, we will relate with them properly and in the right way. And they will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. The Bible says, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Lord, apart from human help, we know that angels are helping us. Hallelujah. Angels are connecting us with our destiny helpers. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. I know that you are blessed. And I'm going to come to you with more teachings. Change your life forever. Until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.